Amen. Nehemiah 1, 8 and 9. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unmindful, unfaithful, I'm sorry, I will scatter you among the nations. Nehemiah 1, 9. But if you return to me, and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the furthest part of the heavens. Yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen a dwelling place for my name. Uh, uh, Nehemiah also says something that I didn't include in the text. Um, he says, remember your servants and those who, who served your name. Uh, and Genesis 8, 1 says, then God remembered Noah in every living and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided. I need to read that again. And God, then God, remembered Noah. Not only did he remember Noah, he remembered Noah and everything and everybody associated with him that were in the ark and made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided. I just want to talk about God remembers me. God remembers me. Lord, I'm not preaching today. You do it in Jesus' name. Amen. God remembers me. Hmm. There's an element in our church and in most churches um, around the country and around the world that are often overlooked. Um, we make sure that we pay attention to um, the things in church. We want to make sure that we have pleasant greeters to greet people who come in. We check. We want to make sure that we have adequate sounds so that the people can hear the word of the Lord, whether it's sung or whether it's preached or taught. Check. We we want to make sure that this the area or the stage area or even the sanctuary area is properly cleaned and looks adequate for the people who are coming. Check. We want to make sure that the pulpit area is lit well enough so that someone as dark skinned as I am can be seen by the waiting congregation. Check. We want to make sure that we have musicians of such caliber that when they sit to their instruments, God can be glorified by their uh, um, um, uh, meticulous uh, um, articulations uh, on their various instruments. Check. But there is something that we often overlook. Um, we want the lost. Mm -hmm. we, we want those who are unsaved to come and be saved. We want those who are watching us online. They don't have a church to become a part of our online church. But in our efforts to reach out to these groups, we often leave people out. Mm. 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 It's a group of people that in our efforts to minister often get 
often don't get ministered to. These people are asked to feed others when they themselves are often malnourished. In our efforts to reach the lost, we often ignore the found. The woman who lost a precious coin didn't lose it in the garden. She didn't lose it in the street. She lost it in her own house. The people that I'm talking about is the faithful. It's the people who are always there. It's the people who are always doing. It's the people who are always giving. These are the folks that if you say we're coming at 630, they'll be mad about it, but show up. And these are the folks that say we got a night service. They don't want to go, but they put on their clothes to get there. They the have not done, nails not done, clothes not right, but I'm going to go on anyway because I said I would be there. The faithful are often overlooked. You who are sitting here today, you are named among the faithful because who else would get up in 18 degree weather and wind chill of single digits and still come out to an empty room to hear one man talk? Ah, but you are often overlook. There are four words that I'm going to give you today that will feed the faithful when you are malnourished and when you are lacking the energy and lacking the power. Four words, four words, that's all I'm going to give you. But God remembered Noah. But God remembered Noah. Well, I know that you're asking those of you who are scholarly and follow me in the text of scripture, why would it then be, God, be pastor that you would read Nehemiah and talk about Noah? Because on last week, we talked about strategies um, to, to put your hopes to work. And uh, my goal was today to talk about part two of those strategies. But while I was trying to study Nehemiah, God God kept taking me to Noah and 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 I looked at Nehemiah though and Nehemiah before he starts to build the wall prays and when he prays he says God remember these your people and while you are remembering he starts to remind God of what God said even in the script the text that I read just a moment ago uh, Nehemiah is reminding God of what he said in, a, in accordance to his people and what he promised and it's based on what God said that Nehemiah now has strength to do the work that God has called him to do he says God remember now when you remember God remember that you said this God remember I don't know about nobody here sometimes that's the only thing I got that holds me in is God you remember now you did say this now now it don't look nothing like it it's far from it I I, I, I don't even see it nowhere around I've been waiting a while that's that's where the faithful get caught up yeah 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 the newbies or new Christians may not have the patience yet but what happens when you have the patience and God ain't here yet and so now the, the faithful start to get weary mm. but God remembered Noah first thing I see here uh, uh, God I'm looking and you you telling me I hear you you said you know where I am uh, yeah yeah Genesis 7 and 6 says Noah was 600 
years old when the flood waters were on the earth. Six hundred. Six hundred. He, he's not new. He's been around a long time. Imagine being six hundred years old but preaching a hundred and twenty of those years about something that God is about to do that he ain't done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, uh, although the thought that God remembered Noah is positioned after the flood in this text, it does not say that God entered time to speak these words to Noah. Uh, let me see if I can say that again. When God remembered Noah, it wasn't before the flood. Mm-hmm. God speaks these words to Noah after the flood, which meant that that Moses, I'm not that Noah had to endure all of the ridicule. He had to endure the preaching and not seeing the manifestation. He had to endure the prophetic promise, but not receiving the power behind it. To remember now means to recollect. Thoughts and feelings and emotions from our past. But if the God of eternity uh, remembers our past, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. If God is a God of eternity, then our past is his future. Or his past is our future. Uh, so if God remembers me, God is standing in my future, remembering, oh, let me see if I can really make this make sense. God remembers that he has somebody ready to handle this situation. Can I, under, you, my Minister Pam, uh, Elder Pam, you said something uh, in a post, I think, uh, uh, and God uh, chose Noah, uh, chose jo- uh, Job. He recommended Job. God is recommended you for all of this period you've been waiting on him on. You, 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 he's in your future. Understanding what you're dealing with right now. And the the encouragement that the Lord has for me is that no matter where I am in my life, he already knows, he already remembered, and he already planned for it. Uh, God has already planned for the pain that I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 I know that doesn't encourage anybody because ain't nobody looking forward to pain. But let me explain something to you. God is a complete God. So if God already has prepared you for the pain, he's also prepared the remedy for it. And he's also, also put in the plan when you go come out. Oh yeah, I don't understand. I, I understand why you're crying. I understand why you're upset. But 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 I knew you were gonna get sick. That's why I already had the medicine prescribed. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah yeah. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. When I go to Kaiser, they got a, something on an app where I can go in my app and I can already put in my prescriptions before I ever go to the, the pharmacy. And, and they will send me a, a notification to say, your prescription is ready. I have not been to the doctor yet, even though I'm sick. 
If it's a prescription that reoccurs, I can get it refilled without having go to go back to the physician. The reason that I don't have to go back to my physician is because my physician already knew that I would need this amount of medication to keep me going until the next checkup. And so the app is in place to say, you know what? I already knew that you're going to need this. So when you run out, just hit this button. I don't know who I'm talking to in the room, but some of y'all are running out of patience. Some of y'all are running out of faith. Some of y'all are running out of hope. Just hit the button. God already has some more patience prescribed for you. Just hit the button. God already got some more hope for you. Just hit the button. God got some more grace for you. Just hit the button. God got a way out already made for you. I don't know who I'm talking to in the room. I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to me. Uh, yeah, I told you I was preaching to me this morning. God got a way out of this for you. Yes, he does. Uh, it does not matter how old you are or how long you've been where you are. God remembers you. I ain't going to tell you to touch your neighbor unless you feel like it, but you can touch yourself and say, God remembers me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can continue to help you. I can help you, Amaris. God understands the frustrations of your assignments. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He already knows. He's already planned for you to be frustrated, but already planned a release from your frustration. Mm -hmm. Noah preached the same message for 120 years, and it seemed like nobody was listening. Uh, I got to preach and build, preach and build, and nobody is helping me build, and nobody is listening to me preach. Uh, 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 that's frustrating, that's frustrating, because it seemed like to me, as long as I've been preaching, somebody else ought to pick up a hammer, somebody else ought to bring some nails, somebody else ought to go get some wood, somebody else at least ought to catch the vision, thank you, but I got to preach and I got to build, I got to preach and I, I got to stack up wood, I get frustrated. Because I preach and Noah was ridiculed for doing the work. Yeah. Ah, I'm preaching and I'm building and y'all ain't doing nothing over there. I'm preaching and I'm building and others saying y'all ain't going to never be a success as long as you part of that church. I'm preaching and I'm building. Ah, ain't nobody getting saved and delivered over there. I'm preaching and I'm building. Well, I ain't coming to night service because it's just too cold for me to come. I'm preaching and I'm building and ain't nobody coming to 8 o'clock service because that's too early. I'm preaching and I'm building I'm frustrated doing the work of the Lord. Mm. What do you do when it seems as if God's way is not working? Uh, that's when the enemy introduces other alternatives to what God said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when the enemy starts to say, well, uh, I, I, you've been tithing and you still ain't got no money. You've been sacrificing and you're still broke. You've been giving and your money ain't came up yet. You might need to go gamble. You might need to go trade some things off. You got something that'll work for you. You might need to work it and let it work for you and somebody else will pay your bills. Somebody else will do it. All you got to do is come on off sabbatical from, from holding yourself up. Mm. 
Uh, the enemy has been telling somebody to take salvation on sabbatical. Somebody been, uh, yeah, yeah, because you can get more quicker if you go ahead and sin a little bit. You can get more quicker if you use what you got to get what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, oh, yeah, look at y'all looking at me. I ain't just talking about women. I'm talking about men, too, because men understand how to use what they got to get what they want. Hebrews 1, 11 and 7 says, By faith, Noah being divinely warned of the things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Could it be that the Lord used the ark and the 120 years just to save Noah's family? Maybe the things that we are, are, are programming to reach the loss, which we are going to do and which we are doing. But maybe God took us through this period to save us. Because maybe the unsaved could not get saved by the unsaved. I'm going to say that again. Maybe the unsaved can't get saved by the unsaved. And just because we're in church does not mean that we are saved. And so God had to allow us to sit in a desert and build an ark and nobody come and nobody help and nobody listen so he could save all of us that are in. The ark. God will use failure to promote you into your future. Uh, that's an oxymoron if you, if anything, because God's supposed to use success to propel us to our future. But God will let you fall flat on your face to get you to move up an inch. Yeah, yeah. God, God will knock you uh, to, to your knees in order for you to pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. God will let life whip your behind in order for you to seek him. Uh, yeah. God sometimes needs for you to get beat up so you'll learn how to fight. I don't know about y'all, uh, but some of y'all had ghetto mamas and ghetto daddies and ghetto people in your family who told you, all right, I don't want you going to school starting no fight, but you better not lose. That's oxymoronic because you're going to whip me for fighting, but now you're going to whip me for losing the fight. At least you ought to have sympathy because I lost the fight and rubbed my wounds. Now they wanted to know, well, who won? Right. Yeah, right. Oh, they would. Uh, all right, well, I'm finna win because I'm finna beat your behind. Wow, is it that you got a whipping for not winning the fight? They were trying to train you that if you're going to fight, be good at it. Right. There's something in you that prevents you from getting run over. Mm, it's a family pride. Oh, boy, you're a crossling. You don't need to be getting your behind whipped. You're a Dixon. It don't make sense for you to be laying on getting walked over by anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a Thompson. Thompsons don't go down like that. It's a pride to it. And just like that, there's a pride about being a child of God. I'm God's child. I shouldn't have to deal with some of the stuff that I'm dealing with. But if I got to deal with it, I may as well whip it. Yeah. 
if I got to go through it, I may as well conquer it. If if I got to be wrestling with it, I may as well kick its behind. God knows. I hear you. I hear you. You know who I am and you know where I am. Uh, 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 what else do you know about me, God? Uh, he, he, God told me, he says, I know how much you have. God knows how to show up just when provision is about to run out. Oh yeah, I can throw my hands up, both of my feet, if I could stand on on, on my behind. I, I throw everything up. God, just when the provision runs out, God will show up. Some of y'all trying to get that visual. Uh, Noah has been trapped in an ark for over a year. The resources are running low. Family getting on his nerves. Place stinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't leave. I can't get out. I can't go for a ride. I can't just go somewhere and clear my head. There's no bar that I can go get a drink at. I can't, and Philip say, smoke me a drink. I can't do none of that. Can't, can't do none of it. God knows right where we are. He is not ignorant to where we are. He sees it and he's made plans for it. It's like the woman. The woman was at the last of her meal and, and, and the prophet shows up. Children at the Red Sea and the sea opens up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it feels. Well, how the day of you need it and you don't have it, and and at the last minute it comes together, and it don't all come together in one place. It'll come together in pieces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if y'all ever been there where 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 you needed five hundred, but but over here didn't have but a hundred, and over here didn't have but twenty five, and and you were discouraged while you were asking because you didn't want to ask, and because you're self sufficient. You want to do for yourself. You're not a deadbeat. You you want to get, and, and, and but you keep having to go. And by the time you get through, you got everything you need. God knows everything about you. Matthew 10 and 30 says, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. The hairs, this, this blessed me, the hairs are not just counted. This means he simply knows, and it doesn't mean that he simply knows how many. Your hair being numbered means this. He knows how much hair is left in your comb. He knows how much hair went down the sink. He knows how many hair follicles used to be there. He knows where the new growth won't grow no more. He knows everything about us. He knows about how much hair is coming out of our nose, out of our nostrils, and in our ears, and every hair. We talk about our head, but all over our body. He knows what you've shaved off and what you've left on. He knows. Say, look at somebody and say, God knows. He also knows the amount of patience he's put in you. Oh, 
He knows how much patience he's put in you. I know that you feel like a tube of toothpaste that has been squeezed out and rolled from the bottom. And then when it gets, the bottom gets rolled to the top, then the top is bit backwards and thumb is pressed up in it to get the last little bit of toothpaste. I understand how it feels, but he knows. And he remembers. Hebrews 6 and 10 says, For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers as you still do. He knows where you are. He knows how much you have. And third and finally, he knows when to blow. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided. Mm, I see something in this text that I, I tried last night, I couldn't see it. I tried this morning and I couldn't see it. And it's not until I'm standing up here now that the Holy Ghost is pointing to me and God made. There's some God, there's some things that God is forcing because of your situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you read it as God created, but it didn't say he created. And God made. That's forceful. Mm -hmm. God says they can't wait too much longer. I need angels. I need you to move right now on their behalf. Promotion. I need you to come forth right now on their behalf. Job. I need you to come right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't because it was unexpected. God just decided to make some things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God had already pre-prepared them to happen but God says you know what I told you to happen two years from now but come on right now uh, God made a win mm -hmm. the thing I see here he made a win to pass over the earth in other words what I'm making happen in your life ain't got to touch you directly I'm going to make it pass. Oh, okay, let me show you. When the death angel was coming to take all the firstborns of Egypt, he says, and I will call the death angel to come. But if they see the blood, the, the death angel will pass over. It won't come directly, but you will be protected in the midst of it. God says, I'm having a wind blow in your direction. In other words, everybody that's connected with you is going to feel the wind. Mm -hmm. I heard the prayer of, of Noah. I remember Noah but Miss Noah got blessed and Shem and Ham and Japheth got blessed and all of their wives got, the donkey got blessed and the mule and the chicken and the goat got blessed and the birds got blessed uh, all because I remembered I caused a wind to pass over. Ah uh, yeah, that's what the Holy Ghost is for. When you're down and when you feel forgotten, God will cause the Holy Ghost to pass over you uh -huh. and you will be encouraged, you will be lifted, you will be you will experience breakthrough and the waters subsiding. Mm, it didn't say the waters calm down. The waters moved out the way. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't hear me. He, he says, I cause a wind to blow. And what I've done is I've allowed it to blow you through the impossibilities in your life. John, you thought 
it was impossible to get up and preach the word that you preaching. Yes, yes. But you're standing here because I caused the wind to blow. Yes. You're feeling better than you felt when you stepped up here because I caused a wind to blow and the anxiety subsided. The worry subsided. Just when Noah was held up long enough, God sends a wind strong enough. That's all I came to tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. When God holds you up long enough, he'll send you a wind strong enough to carry you for the rest of the journey. That's all I got to say right now. I got more to say, but no time to say it. Everybody stand up.